then I got really sick and I couldn't crawl across the floor. And I just kept thinking, is this my life? I will never design again. All of this life was over. From Outside Magazine, this is The Daily Rally. Short stories of resilience in the face of big challenges and unexpected adventures. Today, a pioneering gear designer searches for a way to recover her career and her life after this. My name is Sherry Lynn Tingey. I am here in Mancos, Colorado. It's one of those one-stop-like towns when you drive through and it's like, oh, did I pass this place? A very eclectic mix of people. I was sewing by five. I got the hand-me-downs and oh my God, I hated them. I would just take scissors and chop it all up and I'd walk out the door. And by about the fifth grade, I was making all of my clothing. As a young child, I had terrible Tourette's. I was dyslexic. I was all of these things. But that also gave me my window that I created through other ways. And for me, it was fabrics. And it was also outdoors. That became my lifelong love. When I fell in love with skiing and moved to Jackson Hole, Oh God, I was a horrible waitress. You know, I couldn't do any of those things. And I started making ski clothing uh, just because I wanted something to wear and I hated what was out there. And that really started my first business. It just absolutely lit every candle that mattered to me. During that time, I had also discovered kayaking. The minute I got it in a boat, it was like, you're home, girl. This... This is you, this is, it, it's everything that I had ever loved about the water. So I would spend the winter skiing and the summers kayaking. I would be on the first tram and I would ski till three in the afternoon and I would sew till midnight. And in the summer, it was the same. It was, I was kayaking all day and I, I ran 24 seven. I just, I, I never knew how to shut off those things. Jackson Hole in those days, was um, it was a real hotbed of outdoor design. I, I probably was the first one out there that was making really practical clothing. Uh, Doug Tompkins was through there. John Sims from Sims Fishing. Yvonne Chouinard lived there. He had the climbing business and then he started the clothing. Teton Mountaineering was the main mountaineering shop there in Jackson. I remember so distinctly they had a sort of celebration when the, out came this Patagonia catalog. And what I remember, I looked at it and then a couple other people that were small little guys like me looked at it and we went, we're dead. This is it. And it did happen that way, that all of a sudden Patagonia went and here came North Face and here came the others. And they got bigger and bigger and bolder and all the little guys disappeared. Then I got really sick. I'd had this flu, maybe two and a half weeks. I thought, I'm okay. And Ralph and I went out to climb a thing called Irene's Arrette in the Tetons. It's about a 4,000 foot up to the base of the climb, and then it's a 13 pitch climb, and then, you know, down home. And that's when the viral pneumonia came in. 
next day I was down and I was down for two and a half months. Then the chronic fatigue came in after that. I mean, I was on my hands and knees and it also had this component of your brain kind of goes out the window. And it was just this terrifying, horrifying thing of nobody could help me. I go to doctors and they just say, well, just go home and take an aspirin. You're, you know, because tests don't show anything up. So within two months, I had to give up my business and skiing and boating and all these things. It, it all just left. And Thor was two at the time. I had nobody to watch him. I just lay on the floor and he'd crawl over me. And I just kept thinking, is this my life? You know, the chronic fatigue would ebb and flow and ebb and flow, and you'd have years where you'd work better and years where you just didn't function. You you wish you were dead, but you're not going to die from it. And then we moved to Alaska. We had this good-sized dog team, which I could do because I could control the amount of energy I put out, hop in the sled, and <laughs> dogs take you. Clothing was really junky for mushers. It's like, oh, God, I could make something better. But it's like, do you have the energy? When I was first sick, I, I mean, I couldn't sew for 15 minutes. I would be so exhausted. Anybody that has ever dealt with chronic fatigue, if you either overdo yourself physically or overdo yourself mentally, you will crash and you can crash for a day or weeks or months. 10 years in, that was probably the hardest thing I ever did was to retrain myself how to recreate without exhausting yourself because it so went against everything in my personality, whether it was skiing or kayaking or, or you know, working on an art project or whatever. It was just, you know, 24 seven till you crash. It's like, no, you're gonna sew for 15 minutes and then you're gonna walk away. Now you're gonna sew for 30 minutes, you're gonna walk away. And you need to put it away at night and pick it up again. Alaska Alternative Medicine Center. Dr. Denton, she saved my life. She said, you were 17 years getting in here, plan on at least 12 getting out because you can't go out too fast. You'll fall down. And she was right on. And my energy came back. And within a year of that, Thor walks through the door with his dead boat from these trips that he'd done. And he asked me, he says, can you build me a boat? Packrafts are boats designed to fit into a backpack. And building a packraft is much closer to making clothing than it is to making boats. It really is a sewing technology. You know, you talk about times in your life when light bulbs go off. It was like, this is everything that I've ever cared about. All that I thought I had lost and all that I thought was useless just absolutely came and jumped in the basket. It's like the door just opened and said, walk. I could never have run or become alpaca had I not done that. I needed those years to retool myself to do what eventually came out to be, that this is what you're going to do, girl. I used to run the whole business, and thankfully now I don't have to. I just designed boats. 
I'm back in that element that I really care about, that it all comes down how good of a boat can you make, not how beautiful a boat, but what's the best boat you can come up with. And that's way more interesting to my soul and to how I work. I am so blessed to have had that second chance. If that had come 10 years earlier, I was still too sick to do anything about it. And this time around is so much more enjoyable than the first time. Sherry Tingey is the founder and head designer of Alpaca Rafts. She started the company at age 50 with her son, Thor. You can learn more about her work at alpacaraft.com. That's A-L-P-A-C-K-A-R-A-F-T dot com. This story was produced by Sarah Vitak. We want to hear your stories. Please nominate the people in your life who found a way to rally. Go to outsideonline.com slash daily rally, where you can also see photos of many of our guests. The Daily Rally was created for Outside by me, Kat Jaffe, and House of Pod. The executive producer for Outside is Michael Roberts. Additional production and script editing by Marin Larson. Our audio editors are Kevin Seaman and Benny Beausoleil. And our music is composed by Louis Weeks. We appreciate our Outside Plus members who make this show possible. If you're not already a member, you can join us at outsideonline.com slash pod plus. Thank you for listening.